Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Welcome, Mama, to the Postpartum Coach Podcast. Finally, a podcast dedicated just to the mental and emotional world of us postpartum women. I am your friend, fellow mama, and postpartum life coach, Lizzie Langston. After intense birth trauma, delivering my first child, and really scary mental health crises following the birth of my second and third baby, I set off on a six-year journey to understand postpartum mental health from the inside out. On this podcast, I bring you as a mom of four and a certified postpartum life coach, the tools you need to avoid mental health crashes, to get out of the postpartum rut, and to embrace a vivacious motherhood that you love from the inside out. Let's get you feeling like yourself again, mama, and welcome to the Postpartum Coach Podcast. Hi, welcome back to the Postpartum Coach Podcast. It's your host with the most, just kidding, but it's Lizzie. And uh, today I have a topic that feels very close to home. And there's a lot that I want to cover, so I'm just going to dive right in. Uh, Before I dive in, I need you guys to know that a couple things. You can get more support. You do not have to suffer and struggle alone, and you are not alone. One of the purposes of my membership coaching program for postpartum women is it helps you by default, just it's baked into the process by being on calls with other women, watching other women cry, ask their questions, share their vulnerabilities you realize how unisolated you can be if you choose not to be so isolated. You can join a community. You can be in community with other women during this really intense time of life. You can do that. You can make that choice. I love it when you do. I've done it. It feels amazing. And frankly, I get a lot out of the community. And so what's built into it is that you're not alone. And also, you just get to melt. You get to watch women learn and you learn from their learning. And then if you get coaching, they learn from your coaching. We move as one organism. Have you ever heard of like the Aspen tree is actually, Aspen trees are, they have a root system that's actually just all one massive organism. It's like the biggest organism in the world, Aspen trees, because they're technically just one even though they look like a bunch of different trees because of their root system. That is how I believe postpartum ought to feel. And so in my community, we we move as one. And if you want to get to know me and if you want a kickstart to understanding the teachings that I have in there, go to lizzylangston.com and check out the Get Out of the Postpartum Rut free mini course. Okay, so you can go to lizzylangston.com. Technically, you can go to lizzylangston.com forward slash work with me. Either way, just lizzylangston.com, poke around, but the free mini course is right there. Get out of the postpartum rut. Women love that, and you may love it too. There's also a postpartum meditation for those of you who are wanting to help ground your nervous system. Take all the free things. Sign up for everything. I highly encourage it. Okay, so I became a mom at 24 years old, and I met and fell in love around 21, finally got married around 23, had our first baby when I was 24. And I didn't know until I became a mother 
how emotionally neglected or emotionally wounded that I had been. And that it wasn't a fault of my parents. It was way beyond my parents' lifetime. There was just a general not understanding of all the humans of emotion. And somehow, because of my love for my children and my absolute commitment to not being an emotionally neglectful or abusive in any way adult human being to my children, I set out on a journey to understand mental health. I noticed my, but I want to paint the picture before I went on my little hero's journey of understanding postpartum mental health. I was really feeling so much shame on repeat every day. My motherhood was a living hell uh, because I was living in a constant state of disappointment with myself. Disappointment puts it lightly. I was frankly extremely harsh and critical and I was being harsh and critical because I was committed, like I told you, to a certain caliber of motherhood. And I found to my utter disappointment and grief that despite my greatest efforts, I had no effing idea how to be the mom that I was imagining that I should be and could be and wanted to be and that I would be. I I had pedestalized and with no help from my religion and my worldview growing up, I had completely pedestalized motherhood. There were a lot of assumptions based in that I was going to thrive at it. I was going to be good at it, all the things. And yet those babies, as they became talking, walking toddlers, they challenged my emotional capabilities. I broke under the weight of my perfectionism and expectation of what motherhood should be compared to what I was actually capable of giving and how I was capable of showing up. This plagued me on a constant daily basis, and maybe some of you guys can relate. It looked like self-hatred. It looked like buffering and trying to escape in little ways on my phone, on Netflix, staying up late. It looked like, honestly, kind of hating the moms that looked like they were loving it and thriving, but you know, not openly hating them, but secretly. And I was just so devastated. I think on a fundamental level, I was devastated. And the problem with how this panned out for me, and I see this with my clients, but I'll stick with me for a moment, is I blamed myself utterly and completely. There was no greater context for understanding my lack of ability in my motherhood. It was just me. It was all pointed at me. Now, I want to zoom out with you and tell you that what I want to share with you today is a paradigm that will help you understand that we mothers sometimes are victims too. And I'm not saying you're necessarily a victim of your parent, although if you're if you are in a state of processing with your childhood trauma or emotional neglect or whatever that didn't go the way you thought it should have as a kid, because no childhood's perfect. No parents are perfect and they shouldn't be expected to be. But if you are in a place of anger and resentment and you need to be mad at your mom or your dad or your parents or your caregivers or the system at all, totally fine. But today I want to share with you actually a paradigm that goes way before our generation or the generation that raised us or even their parents. It goes way farther back and it has to do with what I call the worthiness wound. So if you are not always already following this program, this whatever, this podcast, make sure you follow. If you're on Apple Podcasts, make sure you click the follow button so you get all the episodes. And I think the most important thing that you know is that I'm going to share with you some really good stuff today. And if you want more help, there is more help. 
just go to lizzylangston.com forward slash work with me and you can see all of my low cost free and regular program resources that are incredible for postpartum moms. So like I said, I'm going to go back to my the beginning of my journey. I had a baby at 24. I had another baby at like 25 and some change. Maybe I was technically 26, but I had three kids in four years. Two major episodes of postpartum depression. A huge factor in that was my own disappointment, grief, and hatred towards myself that I couldn't show up the way. What I didn't realize though, and I hadn't learned this yet on my journey, friends, is I was too a victim of what I want to talk to you about, which is um, a very multi-generational not understanding of how to respond to people's emotions and our own emotions. And that, I believe, started with a huge campaign worldwide to control people on a mass level. Okay, this is the beginning and the origin story of what we now call patriarchy. But it was essentially at a time in the world where a bunch, all of the leaders in the land of religion and state, because there wasn't a separation between religion and state, were men. And Constantine, okay, we're going to do a little women's world history here. Constantine wanted to spread his version of Christianity. There were lots of different breakoffs of Christianity. He wanted to kind of make them more uniform. And I'm sure he figured this would help give him more power as well. So they put out a version of the Bible that deliberately ransacked and tore out and erased and demonized the divine feminine, the sacred feminine. Up until this point, the goddess had been worshipped and there was a balance between the masculine and the feminine in our deities and the masculine and the feminine energies in our culture and the masculine and the feminine energies in our consciousness on a collective level. As soon as the divine feminine gets ripped out of the divine landscape, the effect that has on our psyche collectively is that the mother archetype, this essentially this nurturing and compassionate, self-directed nurture and compassion, removed. And in addition to this, we have a religion, and I'm not going to name names, and I'm not calling out any one religion because I don't believe that's that's what it's about. Okay, this was more of a a campaign against humanity for, for a small group of people to have control. Okay, so I'm not singling out Christianity or Catholicism or anything like that. But we had people in power who were trying to scare people into cooperating with them. And one of the ways they did this is they said, you're going to burn and become like, you're not going to make it to a celestial place. They basically took the idea of heaven and said, it can't be here on earth. It's it's over here once you die. Okay. And you have to aspire to it and you have to jump through these hoops. And don't worry, we will supply you. We, the church slash state slash the big patriarchy, Right we'll try to supply you. We will supply you. We're the only way. You have to get baptized the way we say. You have to own land the way we say. But if you follow our stuff, you'll be good. Not only will you be safe in this lifetime, but you'll be safe in the one to come. What this created was a worthiness wound. And yes, this has to do with postpartum women, big time. So stay tuned. Keep listening. What this created was two things. Number one, a huge amount of fear. But the fear got buried to a subconscious level because there was an exchange. Safety was available. 
Just follow the steps that these people and these organizations are outlining and you'll be safe. Now, there were people who were doing their own thing. Women healers, for example, who were not healing through Jesus or through the Bible. They were healing through their own intuition and their knowledge of herbs, right? More indigenous wisdom, more intuitive body wisdom. They could hear and listen. The plants would literally talk to women and they would know which plants could be used as medicine or to abort a child or to heal from a horrible birth or a hemorrhage, okay? This was intimidating. This, this, among many other things, was intimidating to this leadership because they wanted everybody to follow their rules so that they could be in control. And so, yeah, you've heard of the burning times, the witch burnings, right? Millions or hundreds of thousands. We're not quite sure because women weren't really keeping the history records. So we don't know, but 90% of the people burned, drowned, tortured, etc., questioned all the things, put in jail very unfairly. Many of them, most of them were women. Okay, so now let's let's fast forward a little bit. So this was like, I forget the years, okay? You need to go Google the burning times, look up the years. But I think it was like around the early, like we're gonna say 1830s to 1860s is when this finally calmed down. And it was not just the Salem witch trial. It was all over the world. This was happening all over. And to this day, there are still people and mostly women who are, in, in, in countries that don't have as secure and democratized government, they can also still be demonized and, you know, unfairly picked on legally. And sometimes even more than that for being different or for having a, a way of moving through the world that is their own and whatever. Anyway, so coming back to how this affects us. So with the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on chumbacasino.com. I looked over at the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at chumbacasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's chumbacasino.com and live the chumba life. No purchase necessary. BGW. Void were prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. This was like maybe anywhere from seven to 11 plus generations back. Probably not more than that. Probably seven to 11 generations. So your mom's mom's mom, 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 mom. Okay. They were living in this. And so what women learned was to shut down. This is, they learned it as a strategy to be safe. Okay. So it wasn't like they were dumb or they weren't bold and brave. They just were outnumbered and it was life or, or this, it was, it was this and life or death is what I mean. So they strategized, they essentially stopped teaching their daughters the ways of being intuitive. Okay. And, and the purpose of what I'm saying is let me go back to, to the main point here, which is that the church said, 
Your worthiness is dependent on, on how well you do things our way. Okay, so they outsourced a human's sense of worth and worthiness. They said, you can have it as long as you stick to the program because you're fallen and you're bad and stuff. And so there's this disease you kind of have spiritually, but don't worry, we'll bail you out. Through us, you're good. But what I believe is that that never should have happened and that the truth is that we're always worthy inherently. And our worthiness is built in, it's baked in because we're humans. And that is the message of the divine feminine is unconditional love. Unconditional love, okay? So this was taken and we stopped knowing how to unconditionally love ourselves. We stopped knowing how to operate from love. We only knew how to operate from fear. Now let's trickle this down through the generations and let's just talk about maybe your great-grandma, your grandma, your mom, and you. Here we have a forgotten understanding and feeling of sense of worth. We have women who are, they're hustling and they're striving and they're being efficient and productive. And they're also run down and depleted and sometimes miserable, sometimes sick, not well. We believed the lie that we were not worthy inherently, that we had to somehow earn our worth. Then even just culturally on a societal, not even religious level, just a societal level, the masculine, which was the dominant, most valued energy of the two, masculine and feminine, there's this imbalance, right? The masculine, which is productivity, linear progression, effectiveness, stay busy, get things done. That's how we have value. Women started to abandon their feminine needs to rest right? We have a cycle that says, hey, two weeks out of the month, your energy is going down and it's at its lowest. And then it's kind of barely climbing up. We lost touch with our rhythm. We all kind of got homogenized into this value system of being productive, moving forward, the masculine. And how this clashes with a woman who is growing a child and birthing that child and then resting and recovering from that is that she's going back to work too soon. She's up and doing things. And it's not because she's bad. Also, the system just doesn't support her, okay? So coming back to postpartum mental health and to your motherhood, we are working as mothers trying to nurture and raise a generation from a place of two things, emotional neglect and a lack of feeling worthy. Okay. And the emotional neglect isn't just your mom's fault. This goes back way, way, way generations. We have, remember, the mother got erased. So we don't know how to love ourselves. We're trying to love on our kids without knowing how to love ourselves very well. So that kind of, we hit a wall in how well we can love our kids when we can't even love ourselves. And then we just feel this, this, this constant need to be better, do better. And it's a losing game, friends. Um, and so this was me in my motherhood. I was 24 and then 25. And then let's say around 26 or 27, I have three kids, ages three or four and under. And we cannot afford childcare, but I cannot stand to witness myself fall short of my own expectations in motherhood, including not abusing or perpetuating abuse, including being emotionally available to my children. So I put them for their own sakes and for mine in daycare. And I go on a journey 
of growing, a, like, first of all, become finding life coaching, becoming certified as a life coach. And then I make it my journey for six years after I have my third baby. I don't have any more kids for six and a half years. And I go on this journey of figuring out what the hell is plaguing women, moms. Why are they set up to implode postpartum? Why are they looking like fallen soldiers? Not everyone, but so many. And if it's not the mom's, if it's not her first birth, it's her second that she, you know, falls flat on her face. And if it's not her second, it's her third. It's crazy. Or maybe it's not right after postpartum. Maybe it's 18 months later or two years later. But ultimately, something under the surface and in our psyches is not working. Something in our energy is not working. So here's a layout of what it is, what I have found. Number one, our brain is trying to solve for our perceived self deficiencies within ourself and our behavior as moms. And the way it's trying to solve it is by turning on itself. Okay. If an organism turns on itself and starts eating away at itself, will it survive? No, it will die. We do this as moms. Think about this. Do you self-criticize incessantly? Do you put yourself under a microscope? When you get in bed at the end of the day, I was just talking to one of the girls in my membership, one of the moms. She said she used to like get in bed at the end of the day and just rip herself to shreds. So dissatisfied, so unlovingly picking apart how she should have done better. Not even considering that maybe there are parts of her from when she was little that are still needing healing. Okay. And that gets projected. Our wounded inner child parts do get projected onto our kids. Okay. So that's number one is our brain is trying to treat us like a problem and it's not working. All that that does is create self-hatred, self-disgust, self-loathing, shame, deep grief. And we swing back and forth between being ambivalent and avoidant and then trying really, really hard and overachieving. Being avoidant and just despondent and kind of wanting to give up and reading the new parenting book and attending the new class and da What I want to help you do is stop that. And the way you stop that is there's a few steps and I don't probably have time and I probably would confuse you if I went into all of them today. But the number one first step is knowing that no matter how you show up as a mom, you're still worthy as a human being. And that not every woman is cut out or capable of the motherhood she wants to have. Sometimes, very unfortunately, there is a mismatch between the mom you want to be and the mom you know how to be. And that is devastating. And my coaching program exists to solve that pain, that particular pain. You do not need to take this out on yourself anymore, mama. You do not need to berate yourself in your head. You do not need to hate yourself. You have never had a chance. My guess is that you've never actually been able to live in a place of love for yourself. My guess is that you didn't get that as a kid and you still don't have it now. How the hell are you supposed to give it to your children? Right? And you're saying that it's your fault that you can't be a better mom. No, it's no one's fault. It's just, what are you working with and what do you still need to get the outcome you want? And if you are truly committed, and I know you are, 
to being the mom that you want to be, then invest in yourself. Step up. Stop. You know, hating on yourself is actually the easy thing to do. I promise you, it's easy. I know it's miserable, but it's easy. What's not easy is saying, this isn't actually getting me anywhere, even though I'm used to it and it's comfortable and I think I deserve it. What's not easy is saying, maybe I deserve better just like I believe my kids deserve better. Maybe I never had the love that I'm trying to turn around and give to them. Maybe I've never even had a chance to witness motherhood at the caliber that I'm imagining that it could be. Your imaginary, but you know, the, the motherhood you deeply desire and crave and that you know in your bones that you want, and you're not willing to settle for anything less, it's in you for a reason. You are made and meant to close this gap between what the last generations have given you and your skills and abilities as a mom and the one that you know you can be. Save big money when you start your next project today at Menards. Check out our great selection of garage and utility lighting options in stock, ready to take home today. We carry everything to help you illuminate whatever project you're working on. Shop garage and utility lighting products in store at your nearest Menards. You can also view all of our entire selection of lighting options today on Menards.com. Save big money at Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Jumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to Chumbacasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. That is my work in the world. Postpartum or not. Postpartum is just a word that means sometime after having a baby in the childbearing era of your life. Okay. Shout out to the era's tour. So if you are feeling this, I know that you can change, but it's not going to come through the easy yet destructive self-hatred on repeat. You will need to learn how to love and forgive yourself for all that you don't know and all that you're not able to do. And sometimes it does mean a little bit of intervention, right? Maybe you say, I, it's not safe for me right now to be with my kids 24-7. I need to go back to work. You know, maybe there is some sort of intervention, but ultimately the solution is internal. And I want to tell you that I actually am obsessed with my kids now. And I used to not even be able to be touched by them because I was, I felt so unworthy. And then I would just like shoot that out and project it onto them. And they were just like so annoying and so hard. Like this was all going on in my head, but it was really, the problem really was I didn't have the tools to be the mom I wanted to be. And so their behaviors constantly reminded me of how incapable I felt. And so my own children came to represent my own utter failure in my eyes. And it was a living hell day to day. That is, that is optional. You can straight up opt out of that shit. I'm telling you right now, you do not have to live like that. So come into my program, lizzielangston.com forward slash community. That's where you're going to learn about postpartum freedom, our membership program. It is a community. And right now, up until April 1st, 2024, you can get in at 50% off for life as a founding member. 
So that's lizzielangston.com forward slash community. You don't have to do this alone. You don't have to keep beating yourself down. You can love your kids, I promise. You can have a vivacious, vibrant motherhood because if I could do it, and I was like, I mean, I was I was suicidal at one point. I was literally, I didn't want to end my life, but I was so out of, I had no idea how to move forward and get myself to close that gap. I had no idea how to even approach that gap. It felt so big. I wanted to vomit. It felt so scary. And I felt so much shame when I would see moms killing it and being praised by my own mother or, you know, in a magazine or whatever. It's like, you deserve to have the tools to close that gap and to really love your motherhood because there's no going back, right? <laughs> You're a mom now. Let's let's pony up, baby. All right. I'll see you at lizzielangston.com forward slash community. Join us. You will have access to my curriculum. I will coach you and you will change your life. Love you, mama. Mama, friend, sister. Hi, it's Lizzie. I am so grateful that you chose my podcast today. Thank you. Thank you for tuning in. I want you to know that I have more help for you, more hands-on help to uplift you and support you, including a free text message series, as well as a popular free mini course moms love. It's called Get Out of the Postpartum Rut. I also have a coaching membership community for postpartum moms. You can check out all of these at lizzielangston.com forward slash work with me. That's Lizzie, L-I-Z-Z-I-E, Langston, L-A-N-G-S-T-O-N.com forward slash work with me. I'd be honored if you checked out any of my stuff and thank you again for listening. You are stronger than you know. If you own a vehicle with less than 200,000 miles and have an auto warranty about to expire or no warranty coverage at all, listen up. CarShield has a low-cost month-to-month vehicle protection plan that covers more parts than ever. Visit carshield.com audio to find out how you could pay almost nothing for covered auto repairs. Drivers who activate this vehicle protection today will also receive free roadside assistance, free towing, and car rental options at no additional cost. Get your free quote today at carshield.com audio. That's carshield.com audio.